This is the Halftime Oranges podcast, brought to you by Keegs and Dickie. Welcome to today's ep of uh, the Halftime Oranges podcast. Today we've got on the uh, the legend out of uh, St. Bede's College, Marist Albion, Canterbury Football, now Crusaders, um, former NZ Schools rep, uh, NZ Under-20s rep, New Zealand All Blacks 15 rep. We've got um, the magical man, Dob Gardner. How are you, pal? Yeah, good. Thanks, uh, Tickers. Thanks for having me on, lads. No, no, it's now bloody yours, awesome, mate. Um, what have you been up to? You've just you've just had the off season, I guess, or a short off season between NPC and wrapping up that Crusaders uh, mm. campaign. What do you What have you been into? A bit of golf, or yeah, um, plenty of golf. Um, unfortunately, haven't been getting much better. But uh, yes, in the last few weeks, I played uh, I played golf about eight days. The last eight days straight, had a day off yesterday. Um, we were back out the other day. Um, it started driving a bit insane, but uh, yeah, loving it. <laughs> what sort of? What, what did you shoot of, today? Uh, hit ninety one today at uh, Christchurch Golf Club, uh, which wasn't too bad, but yeah, normally try to be a bit lower. Re- reasonably tidy. Yeah. yeah. What's your, What's your home club? Uh, I've actually got uh, two memberships currently of uh, Templeton's, where my roots are, is where I've come come through the through the grades, I guess. Um, with all the uni students and stuff, cheap green fees out there, and it's always a good track. Um, and then I've managed to snaffle yeah. in my way with a few of the footy boys um, to get a gig at the, the Christchurch Golf Club, which is a bit of flash and quite nice. Yeah, that is a tidy wee set up there, actually. Um, and so, obviously, you've had a big year with the Crusaders this year, uh, second year in the setup, if I'm correct. Hopefully, I am. Um, and coming off sort of two years in there and two um, two championships um, and your first time I from memory you didn't play in that final that first one but yep, um, you got a good run got a good run this year off the bench um, just one point before we get into that final did we clarify who actually won that final penalty there was that actually Lester or was that you because all of us lads are going oh DG's got over that one and it's brought in a hell of a multi for me so I was absolutely <laughs> wrapped but yeah. who um who got their last penalty? Oh, I, don't know. I think uh, the media's claimed it as Leicester, and Fufu played yeah. pretty well in that game, so yeah. I might let him have it. But um, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. How was it? Um, how was that week leading into that final, your first Super Rugby final? Obviously, you probably grew up watching them all on TV, and your old man probably played in a couple as well when you were growing up. But um, how were the nerves, and how did you prepare for your first Super Rugby final? Yeah, um, it was an exciting week. Um, sort of stuff you dream of, I guess, as a young uh, contemporary and uh, always watching those games and wishing that you'd be out there. So finally got the opportunity to be a part of it all. And um, yeah, it was pretty special, particularly with um, all those guys leaving. And um, it was a great way to send them off. Um, typically, I'm not really a nervous sort of person leaning into the games, but by God, I was nervous on the bench there. Um, 
I feel like the pitch is the worst place to be because if you can't control what's going on out there. Like at least if you're sitting in the stands, you can just sit there and let it be. But um, you know mm. that you're gonna have to have some sort of say or impact. And so you're just kind of sitting there stewing. Um, I guess the week was a little bit different for me. The previous week I was covering Locke, um, and then that week I was covering Loose Forward. So um, yeah, a little bit different in that in that respect. But um, no, I loved it. Yeah, no, it looked like you enjoyed it. You went, um, you went reasonably well out there, I guess, off the bench. I mean, you've always been a bit of a tidy performer. Um, and um, so if we go back to you growing up through the roots and Canary Rugby and, Canary Rugby and all that, obviously started off as a Marist Albion junior. Great club. You want to give you want to give that club a bit of a wrap while you're on here, just quickly. Obviously, yeah, semi final footy this week. Just are you are you playing this week or what? No, unfortunately not. I've been uh, ruled out by the Canary coaches, um, much to the disdain of Ian and, and the likes. But um, obviously, uh, won't be playing this week against. But they've got a big game against Limwood. Um, obviously, as you mentioned, my uh, schoolboy club uh, played there growing up from about four years old to thirteen. Um, we're going off St. Beads, and um, yeah, it's pretty cool seeing a few familiar faces around there. Um, went to try a couple of club trainings last week, which was awesome. Um, tried to G them up for the big game. Mm, yeah, I've I've had um, I've had Joe Taylor actually said said you were uh, had a made made a few appearances, and he's he's told me to just make a comment on um, your fashion your fashion sense. He seems to think you're a bit of a Almost just like a bit of a skater boy. Um, <laughs> would you agree or disagree with that sort of comment? No, yeah, I actually get torn into it. But um, Crusaders are wearing uh, like blue baggy jeans and uh, and Mitchell uh, Gunshow always says that I'm wearing uh, my grandpa- uh, granddad's pants. But um, nah, it's all part of the fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Living, living that, living out that breather lifestyle. Eh? No, I don't quite. I don't, don't dare wear the breather hat around there. But um, no. <laughs> oh no, that's good stuff. And then, um, or oh, you played your junior footy, and then you went to St. Bede's. Obviously, the empire, as we shall call it, between two Bedians down there. Yeah. Um, you were year nine when I was year thirteen. Correct. Um, and yeah obviously sort of admired me growing up through the, through the obviously year nines and I was obviously a bit of a legend of the school at year 13 there. Um, you've gone on to be head boy in your final year, a couple of years in the first 15 and then first 11 cricket and first 11 hockey as well. Is that right? Is there any other sports you want to throw on there? Nah, yeah. Or maybe a bit of tennis and touch. Nah. Um, yeah, no, I managed to play a bit of hockey through my earlier years at um, school, which was always interesting. I used to play on a Friday night um, and then rugby on a Saturday morning. Um, yeah. Yeah, we used to, um, the, before, the year before you came, our first team when I was year 12, we were actually quite quite crap. And um, we always used to go down on the Friday night and um, get around the hockey boys. It was always actually a good... Um, Good event down on the old turf there. Get a bit rowdy. Did you? Were you and were you a goalkeeper or what were you doing? Just a big frame in the, in the goal nah, or? Well, I wasn't actually a big frame at school. Like I was always a bit like you, but uh, but underdeveloped in the um, any muscular region really. Um, Malnourished, shall yeah, we say? Something like that. Um, so no, it's just to go charge around and make a nuisance of myself. Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> How about on the um, cricket pitch? What were what were you playing out there? Um, I started off like batting up the order, but um, slowly but surely managed to slip slip down there to the point where I was batting about six or seven and just 
feeling it slip and offering a bit of lip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Could you throw them down? Throw them down. Uh, I used to, but then, like, do you remember the pace? Yeah, I used to, but then uh, I hurt my back in about year eleven and just never really recovered. Um, yeah. The old sort of land on the back foot sort of operation, just real ugly sort of action, and just pull the follow through. Did you put it down to that or pull the pull the chain? <laughs> Six for forty at Hobart, won the test against the Aussies, absolute stunner. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's all good. And then first fifteen, first thing captain, head boy as well. Um, you went close both your years there, and then I think I remember tuning in. I, I don't know if it was your year twelve or year thirteen yet. You got appendicitis, is that right? Before the boys hired semi final or something, and you we were sort yeah. of a bit fucked without you running out. Yeah, it was actually, it was uh, like I trained all week, and then um, so I got some blood tests done, like maybe like Thursday afternoon, uh, Friday or something like that. And they um, mm. they rang me in Friday afternoon and said you got glandular fever, and they um, you won't be able to play any sport for the next four weeks. And I said, hang on, nah, <laughs> not sure what's going on here. So when you got sort of sports doctor. <laughs> And um, yeah, got ruled out literally day of um, that semi final, which was ah. pretty gutting. But um, and I've always sort of regretted it a little bit. But it wasn't until I heard of um, another boy my age playing with glandular fever, and he turned out he split his um, spleen or something like that, real nasty. So yeah, <laughs> worked out for the best. Then I guess, unfortunately, I think Nelson won the title that year or whatever. Another arch enemy, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, and then, um, just curious, like, how do you did you in that Crusaders Academy? You would have been in that through school. Did you? Um, I know talking to Will Tucker previously, he sort of said he got the nod after like an under sixteens tournament to sort of get in there, like get into that setup. Or did, how did that work for you? It was a bit different. Or yeah, a bit later, a bit quite, earlier, or I must have not been as quite as good as Tucks um, when I was young, but I'm um, old until midway through year thirteen, sort of. Had a meeting with Aaron Webb, who's the uh, manager there, and he sort of said, "You know, we've been watching you for the for the last few weeks." And then they showed you a few clips from your games and said, "Yeah, we'll, we'll like to have you in for the next year or so." And it just goes from there. Oh yes, it was all sort of didn't really have an agent set up or anything like that. And it was just sort of just get the just get the tap on the shoulder and into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. What was sort of the um, feeling around that? Like, you know, how how good was that for you? Uh, yeah, I was ecstatic, I guess. Um, yeah, obviously always aspiring to be a rugby player. Um, I guess it was the step in the right direction. So, yeah, I couldn't wait to get, a, get in there, really. Mm. And then uh, what sort of what sort of operation do they run down there for their academy? Like, are you in for just one year or do you sign for, like, two or three? Uh, what sort of the guts of that? Yeah, so just given three years um, is the idea. They sort of have a pre-academy as well, which is like a apprentice sort of thing. And... That's four, but if um, the idea is that yeah, you get given three years, and at the end of it, you should be should be ready to go. So yeah, that's sweet. And were you were you ready to go? Obviously, it looks as though you were. Did you some wonders being in that academy? Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, it was awesome for me. Um, particularly like the weight training, uh, sort of side of things, and a bit of, uh, direction around nutrition and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I guess I only finished. I, got picked to the Crusaders in my second year, so I sort of didn't finish my third year, um, which was kind of lucky, yeah. Mm, top of the class sort of carry on. Not quite, but yeah. <laughs> in the mix, in the mix. 
and then you've come out of you've come out of school and you've come back to Marist Albion, yeah. and that's where we've sort of we've where we've sort of bumped into each other again per se. Yeah. Um, and good energy about you coming out of school, big sort of pretty big frame. I wouldn't say you had filled out as much then. You were still a, still a decent frame though. Um, I was about yeah, not ninety three kilos in maybe. Yeah, what are you up to now? Uh, about 110. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're put on a few gigs. Good weight, though, eh? Yeah. Good weight? All good weight? Happy there, yeah. Happy there. Yeah, fair. Um, and your first year of senior football, um, we were playing, we had our first game, your debut, Limwood, we were playing at the bullpen. Obviously, Maris is playing Limwood again this week mm. um, at home, though, but your first game. I don't know if I've told you this, um, but Tom Wallace has come up to me in the sheet and said, because you're obviously a bit of a shining light, this bit of prodigy coming to school. And he's gone, um, oh, do you mind if do you mind if Dom leads the side out, just runs them out? And I sort of went back to him and I said, oh, I said, excuse me? And he goes, um, oh, like it's his first day. But I was like, I don't give a fuck whose first game it is, mate. I'm not letting this young kid just run the team out. And he got a bit taken back. But obviously, um, I think his intentions were there. Anyway, we've gone out and um, Dom's had the best. We've kicked off. He's gone up. He's caught a screamer. Turned the ball over. Gone. We've gone right. He's gone back. Had the first carry of the game. Stepped this cunt. Made a half break. And then um, one of the worst injuries I've seen on a footy pitch. He's, someone's come down on your leg and what was it? A compound fracture or the, it was? It's pretty uh, nasty. I remember. Mean. Yeah. Do you remember much of it? Uh, yeah, dislocated uh, ankle. Uh, ligaments and obviously yeah, uh, not quite a compound fracture, but uh, it was like the bone had been pretty much shattered. But yeah, mm. um, obviously we. I remember last thing we were we were all a bit fucking taken back, thinking, oh shit, like this kid's just absolutely cooked himself. And um, you've the ambulance has finally showed up, and you're a high as a kite. Yeah. I remember you going off on the trolley. Just absolutely waving the house down to the boys, just losing it. He runs, he runs cracking yeah. it up in your high as a kite. Yeah. Um, and it obviously turned out to be a major injury. And then did you have, did you have a couple of surgeries on that? Or um, how was your recovery and how was that whole experience for you? Yeah, it was actually uh, so a couple of nights in hospital. Um, it was kind of a bit niggly, actually. We had to wait for surgery. Um, and so the way that it works, it's always so busy in the public hospital that you have to go in. Uh, you're nil by mouth by the morning and you have to wait a couple and then if you wait to see if there's room for you um, and so I spent a couple mm. of days where I didn't actually get on or get on the roster and so it took like three or four days before I actually got my surgery but um, no, after that was was all good and um, just in plaster for six weeks and then in a moon boot and then slowly building back up to running and whatnot. Mm. Um, did, he, did you think it, it did you a few Probably just shine. Oh, I don't know, shining light, but silver lining. I guess it, it helped you put on a bit of that mass that you've gained, mm. being sort of unable to move about, and you just sort of had to pump weights. I guess while you couldn't really run or anything. Yeah, hundred percent. I guess the we um, we shine. Yeah, as you said, shine light to everything. Um, make the bit of a, uh, make the most of a bad situation. And for me, that was yeah, in the gym. Um, it was good not having to do the legs and whatnot, but probably still painful <laughs> these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because um, you were nineteens that year, and then because you were you were back you were back running probably that happened in what about 
oh, it was COVID affected year. Was that about mm. May, and then you're no, back running June. by Christmas, were you, or, or yeah, was it later? Oh, yeah, Christmas and whatnot. And then back into it, and then mm. full strength into that um, second season of Prems, uh, where you went on made under twenties. How was that experience? You in with a shout because. How did that all come about? Just that 20s tournament, was it? or Yeah, it's just that uh, 20s tournament, Taupo. Um, I guess probably didn't expect much coming back from injury. I was just sort of being grateful to be back out there. But, um, yeah, I was fortunate enough to, to be selected on that side. And we were meant to go over to Aussie, but I guess with COVID, um, all that got canned. So we uh, did a wee tour around um, New Zealand and saw the beautiful Palmy North and... Uh, and then up to Cambridge and Hamilton, and then uh, down to Blenheim. So couldn't ask much more, really. Yeah, all the spots, mate. All the spots. Keg, what would you think uh, with Dom's description of beautiful palmy? There, it was almost a little bit sarcastic. And as you're a local cheer, bro, what are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I'll, I'll take what he said with a grain of salt. Nothing wrong with palmy. Yeah, apart from apart from what like every a method and every three people you see and like it's just windy and just yeah a bit of a rough yeah, spot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has its moments, bro. It has its mm. moments. Mm, you it seem does. to enjoy it on Saturday night. Yeah, it was a good night out in town actually in in, in Palmy North. Good spot there, Dom. If you ever if you I don't know if you're playing the turbos away this week this year or not, but if you have the overnight, I'd call into Bubbles oh, in Palmerston yeah. North. Just have poke your nose in there, pal. Have a wee look. We'll put that in the notebook. Put it in the notebook. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, I think. I've only, I think. Well, we had a couple nights on the beers, and I had a story that actually came to mind. I think it was before. It was pre-season. We've we've had a. We've sort of said, "Oh, Dom, let's should we go for a couple?" And we sort of said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll go for a couple." And I remember we've we've bought a. Everyone's had like a box of long whites each, and we've sort of gone to this party where we didn't know many people, and we've sort of brought you along, and we're walking in. We've had a couple, and. Um, a few scary looking characters outside as we're walking in. And I remember vividly the ass of your long white box sort of just fell out on itself and smashed probably like three or four long whites on the on the concrete there. Everyone's eyes has looked at us, all these shady characters, and I just remember saying, you head down, mate, inside, go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> and, then and then we've got in there and... Um, and uh, as every every young fella does, like you have a couple, and then all I just remember you going is like, I'm undefeated at beer pong, and just nah. just calling all these people out, like take me on, take me on. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a good first experience, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that was yeah, almost got us in a little bit of strife with some strangers, but we managed to defuse the situation with the the long white grenades. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah. I'd like to think you've tidied yourself up um, around that area, I'm sure, after, yeah, after a few um, experiences. Yeah, massively. Yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> Only learn off, learn off the best set of Maristabian in that respect. So, um... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who would you put Who would you put as your um, the fine leaders of that side, on or probably off the field whilst you're at that club or you're still involved with that club? Who are your couple of favourites for you? Yeah, I guess uh, yes, Sammy Watt definitely springs to mind. I loved your... Um... Uh, what was it Sunday sesh uh, 15 and uh, couldn't agree yeah. more with a lot of the choices I remember yeah Lakey used to be good Milwaukee Stevie Phillips but I just don't want to leave anyone out to be honest but uh, they're all they're all good <laughs> on their day eh? yeah, they've always got a performance in them that's for sure 
Um, what about what's the day? To, what's like day to day life as a um, as a crewy like? How does that like? How does your if you've got a Saturday to Saturday game? Mm. How does that unfold per se? If say if it's a home game, if you're going two back to back home games. Um, yeah, so I guess start with the Sunday where it's sort of nice and chill. You get the day to yourself. Um, we sort of focus on sort of front line of your week, so you get get whatever you need in. Um, for that week, it might be a bit of homework or a bit of a, a gym session or something like that. Um, then you guess you roll into your, your Monday. It's sort of a light training in a gym, um, and quite a few meetings, review, preview, um, and then into a Tuesday, which is a bit more of an intense day on the grass, upper body of the gym, which is always nice. Um, and then just like a, all wrapped up by two o'clock. Um, and then Wednesday off, which is good. Always looks to get into a bit of golf. Um, it was quite fun this year. We played like a wee, uh, I guess, golf league within the Crusaders boys. Um, and then, so I always look forward to that. And then heading into a Thursday training is uh, always real intense. Uh, the power circuit for uh, the gym. Um, and then Friday, captain's run and like a team lunch at a Aitens or number four, which is always uh, Good tucker, and then uh, rolling into game day on Saturday. Good plug there for the uh, local Crusader sponsors, actually, Aikman's number four. Shout out to them. Hopefully, we can get them on board, um, maybe for a couple beverages <laughs> later in the uh, later in the year. Um, do you do you have? Does there quite a few like little meetings though throughout the week? Do you have your, your unit meetings as well? Like, would you be in like Lucy's and like a bit of line out stuff if you're covering lock? Yeah, as well, like quite a bit of a heavy schedule for you if you're covering both sort of positions. Yeah, I guess uh, you don't really have your unit meetings as such, but um, I guess there's a bit of homework to be done covering those other roles and other positions. Um, I'm quite fortunate, I guess, with the Crusaders. There's a lot of uh, pretty intelligent heads around and sort of means that I have to worry too much about the strategy around the lineouts and whatnot. Mm. Um, but yeah. Were you? Did you? So did you know probably the every position in the back five line out time for all movements? I guess. Uh, not really. I'd never have to play seven or uh, or eight and six probably, but occasionally lock. It just depends week to week. You sort of get told what you need to look uh, look out for. So. Oh, well, you, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's not too bad, then, eh? There's sort of a. Um... You sort of spoke about your your day to day for Crusaders. Is it much different in Canterbury when you're in that sort of setup? Um, it's similar structure in terms of uh, what you get in during your week. Um, I used to focus with Canterbury is quite uh, a lot of it's around enjoyment, um, so you might spend a bit more time like hanging out with the, the boys and catching up uh, off the field and whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's pretty similar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that just because um, Super Rugby is like such a <clears throat> like more intense environment? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Would you say there's um? What would you say the differences between Super Rugby and and NPC like? Is it faster? Uh, we asked Morbs this, but he didn't really <laughs> he didn't really think it was too much different in a way. Yeah, I reckon it's definitely just the uh, the physicality of it is definitely higher. Um, and yeah, bigger bodies, faster, and mm-hmm. probably tactically a lot better as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that well, yeah, that makes sense, really. That's fair. Um, just going off your debut, just probably talk about debuts for both Canterbury and, and um, the Crusaders. Canterbury, I wasn't actually, I didn't even actually got filled in because we sort of went on a bit of a extravagant couple of days um, after you were sort of called into that squad. Mm. 
um, 2021, we played the final on the Sunday and you'd come back from 20s and had a hell of a performance and man of the match. Um, probably bar that, bar that um, I don't know if you remember that little grubber you put in when we were on oh. a hard on attack on the 22. Tried to wipe that from my head, but uh, I think we're under advantage for a period of time there. But um... <laughs> just remember you, you remember you putting that on the toe and just going, "Oh, fuck, lads, that was on me, lads. Sorry about that one." And we'll move on. And then you did everything out yeah, perfect for the rest I of the game. Stewie's just losing the plot because I've almost just lost the week's uh, first uh, <laughs> club championship. <laughs> we yeah, got there in the end. We got there in the yeah. end. Yeah, you do, you do, and then. Um, so you weren't you weren't training with Canterbury before that, or were you doing a little bit of academy stuff? Or um, yeah, obviously mentioned just been away twenties and hadn't heard anything from Canterbury really. Like a few of the boys I was away with, like Zach Gallagher, had been all signed up to Canterbury. So um, it wasn't until we're in the changing rooms after that final that I got a text from the coaches asking if I'd come in for that week, and then ended up playing like a preseason game on the Thursday after playing that final hundred minutes on Sunday, which yeah, was quite big, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was it. Was almost yeah. We were. Did you end up you, just between us? You didn't. You didn't actually end up having too many on that Sunday night, did you? You sort of. Did you? You sort of did your best and like as a young young lad, you probably you've done fucking well just to hold yourself together and not absolutely like with that Sunday session team. Half of them were Maris. They were. We were yeah. ready to go. We were. We were layering up. No, I think I fronted up on the Sunday in terms of I was there until the club rooms closed and whatnot. But um. Yeah, yeah you were. Yeah. Nowhere to be seen on the Monday, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair enough. That's the professional you are. Um, and so you've ended up – did you get signed that year or were you on a – just get on a train train and trial contract? Because you did play a couple – you debuted that year, I believe. Was that against the Manawatu in Christchurch? Yeah, correct. It was against uh, Manawatu. Um, I remember I think it came on for about 20 minutes and the time I spent on I think we conceded about 17 points and almost lost the game. So, <laughs> 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 exciting, uh, exciting day for I guess. Uh, um, but no, yeah, just on a training contract and yeah, just getting involved, I guess, in the first taste of that environment. So you were on that just week to week? Yep. You were, in, were you in full time each week? Nah, sort of, uh, I did like three three weeks in a row and then sort of was doing uni and whatnot and then sort of came in and so needed a bit of injury cover towards the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then did they in that off season? Did they sign you full? Did you get signed full time to Canterbury for the next for twenty twenty two? Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Like I signed a Super Rugby contract before I signed an NPC contract. Um, <laughs> like in the, it was kind of funny how that worked. But yeah, yeah, talk us through that because you were on. I remember reading your media release or something. You were on the golf course, or it seems to be. All these professional rugby, the same as Morbs. He was on the golf course, and then next thing you know, he gets a super rugby contract. It seems to be if you just hit the course, you've got a chance at um, at getting a super rugby contract. There might be a few other things behind the scenes, but yeah, it seems to be a bit of a common uh, denominator. Yeah. Maybe you should get out, get out there a bit more, Dickers. Uh, yeah, I'm shooting. I'm shooting. Uh, I'm yet to break a hundred yet, Dom. So it's a bit embarrassing, <laughs> course, to be honest, mate. Um, just on there, when's that? Um, when's that next? Uh, the battles. Uh... We're the next um, assembly. Forming up. We've, we've actually got an AGM this weekend, um, Sunday morning brunch. Depending on how well the uh, Maris boys go, it'll be either alcohol infused or not infused, depending on yeah. the result. Um, did you content. did you enjoy that? <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Um, yeah. 
it was I an interesting I I genuinely watched that like 30 or 40 times like it's just that funny <laughs> <laughs> it's some good content um Anyway. And so your Crusaders contract, you got that. Talk us through when when you got that call and how how that relates to your Canary contract, if you can, just for um, both and how yeah, they so tied in. Basically, I was just uh, it was COVID lockdown. Um, that second one we had, and I just went out for a whack um, because about the only thing you could do at my local club, Templeton. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically, just like had the phone in the golf bag, just enjoying the good weather and. Just just uh, pulled out the phone and had a missed call from Razor. And I thought, oh, God, like I'm in trouble or something along those lines. Um, and then got well, back had home. I had a big weekend that I forgot <laughs> yeah. about. Um, <laughs> and then got back home basically and rang him up again and obviously got some good news. Um, and then I guess just by that time, Canary really hadn't had organised what their score was looking like for next year around that time. So I guess I suppose that's how that's, that works. Did, um, so did you let that razor miss call? How long do you let that sit for? Are we talking like a good, good end end of nine holes, or is it like shit, boys? I need to get home. Just to, I need to make this call in private, or what? Yeah, I was just, just pulling out the phone as you finish your nine holes, just to to check it, I guess. And then I sort of yeah, got the fright of my life. All <laughs> <laughs> worked out for the best, though. Do you um do you do you know you'll know your Crusaders number off by heart, do you? Uh, now they put me on the spot. I think it's two. It's two six one. Yeah, I mean, I just had to check, but I'm sure, like any any man growing up in the region, that'd be something that uh, that yeah. you wouldn't forget. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what else have we got for you? Oh, I just want to bring up that that um your first year in the Crusaders, which was obviously it was what 2022, um. Played a few, got a few caps in, in, in there um, along the way. Um, and talk us, I just want to talk through one moment in that uh, season. Christchurch, we're at Orange Theory Stadium, sort of maybe like middle to, middle to back into the into the regulation games. And we're up against um, the mighty Aucklanders, um, the Blues. And uh, we're hot in attack late in the game. And um, the boys are charging. We're, I remember mean, we're at Maris Albion, we're watching this on the big screen. And Richie's flung a wide pill out, and there's Big Deej on the sideline at 15 out. And we just see him wind up. Deej is going to score the winner. And then Rico Ioani's probably hold you down with about four steps and bundling you to touch. Were you thinking, when you got that nut, were you thinking, this is it, I'm in here, my yeah. moment, or what? Uh, yeah, I was kind of just, I think I'd gotten up from a ruck or something like that and just kind of looked up and saw no one there, sort of just pucked up. And then I guess I saw Richie fling the seed and. Um, I guess the, the the problem was I was, I was going from a standing start and just just never never got going. God, I was sort of just I was actually thinking I was going to have to do like one of those big league dives where you're like half in the wet, half in the air, one hand and then finish and then give the big fist pump. But um, yeah, I got absolutely swallowed there. To be fair, but um. <laughs> Yeah, what well, doesn't uh, kill you makes you stronger, yes. Oh. I mean, fuck, Reeks isn't a slow man either, though. There's a bit of funny story about that. Like, I was having, I was doing media with the Crusaders, and one of the reporters asked me, like, what I've been working on um, over the off-season. And he was kind of, like, just hinting at a bit of speed work, and I was like, is that... <laughs> 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 to me, just shooting slow up Oh fuck, that's good shit. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. 
Um, did you and did you hit the track after that, or what? Get a bit of acceleration in, or <laughs> no? I think it's more plyometrics. Um, a few pop jumps and whatnot to needed. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, oh, it was a hell of a moment, but we ended up winning that um that year anyway, which is no surprise. Um, twenty and then what? That, that was twenty twenty two. That's the same. You made the All Blacks fifteen that year. Yeah, that there. Yep. Yeah, it was like, well, sorry, it was last year. It's only year. It was like ages ago. And how was that? Uh, how was that experience? Is it like all your other sort of experiences with your professional code? It sort of just sprung upon you, like they're boarding the plane on on the Saturday and they give you a call on the Friday night, mate. Can you just get to the airport, or was it a bit more organised this time? No, it was yeah, pretty much like that. But found out through the Facebook post. Um, was it on the message table at the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty surprised. Um, and then we played the final, I think, and then we're off like the Thursday after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Jeez, that. outrageous. Seems like they're just trying to. Everyone's just trying to keep you sort of rattled all the time, like yeah. <laughs> keep you on your toes. Yeah, um, what was the tour like? You guys went to? Did you guys go to Ireland? Uh, or... yeah. um, Ireland actually reminded me a lot of New Zealand. Life was pretty grey and cold while we were there. Um, it was yeah cool to go over there and play different style against different style of rugby um, and different people that you haven't heard of and whatnot. Um, I just remember like the Irish belting out the the national anthem in front of like I don't know, it was only like fifteen thousand people, but like the stands were so close, it was a real cool atmosphere. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, that would have been unreal, boys. Um, you guys you get pretty close over there, pretty tight knit. Yeah, um, I guess those fellas. It was quite cool. Everyone was sort of a few different blokes who are at different stages of their career and whatnot, but um, everyone's pretty down to earth mm. and, and good buggers. So, um, yeah, a couple of good nights out there as well in London and whatnot. So it was always good fun. <laughs> did you um? Yeah. Did you like your Guinness over there? Yeah, nah, can't complain, can you? <laughs> good drop, isn't it? It's a yeah. great drop. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. And uh, yeah, well, it would have been a hell of a tour. Did you? Was you you bought? Was that your first time flying first class? Or you you would have flown that. Does all the twenties and stuff fly first class as well? Or was that yeah, a well, economy a sort of, of carry on? Controversy about that. So because typically yeah, they do fly business class, but um because of the cost or something like that, there wasn't enough seats or whatnot. We're all on all in economy, and um, I didn't mind to be honest. I was just happy to be on the plane, but uh, a few of the other guys were a bit uh, disgruntled, I guess. <laughs> Um, you mentioned, I think there's a few front rows all in the same row, and they're a bit um, cagey. <laughs> a bit, bit toey, should we say? Yeah, yeah. Did the um, did the locks at least get an exit row? Um, I wasn't actually there as a lock, but yeah, oh, no, no, I didn't. I don't think. Did the uh, does like Sam Whitelock and um, Scotty B when you fight domestically? Do they? Yeah. automatically get those because there's extra leg room they can't sit anywhere else can they yeah exactly um it's always those two and um big times to mighty williams is always in there um it was quite funny it's <laughs> the weeks that i was playing lock i actually uh, got slid into the exit row which is always a bit of a nice, <laughs> of a nice wee treat <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's good stuff yeah. um yeah far out. and then oh we're talking about and we'll go back to your canterbury canterbury last year as well that was was that was um, before or after that? Embassy season's before the All Blacks 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, pretty successful season. You boys you boys actually played each other up in um, 
I don't know. Keegan calls it the boneyard up in um, up in the mm. but they haven't taken many skeletons of late. Um, and you're both on the bench that game, and um, I don't know if you boys want to throw out Keegs. Do you want to have a guess at the score first, and then Dom can have a guess at the score of how that game went? Oh, I'm going to say no comment. No comment. Well, do you have a, do you have a, do you remember the score there, Dom? Uh not not. Um... Oh, top of the head, no. It would have been yeah, 50 odd, eh? Yeah. 50 <clears throat> early on. The defence is quite leaky for the Chair Brazilians. It was 62 a 62 15. Um, Jeez. And a young crusader, Will Galt, has actually made his debut for Canary that day um, and he scored a try. So um, that's what dreams are made of up at Chisborough Stadium. He's a debut for Canary. Get over, get over the line. Give a good old-fashioned mm. hiding. How'd you find the aftermatch? Do you remember the aftermatch up there, Dom? Was it good setup? Yeah. Um, I think we went really across to the – your club room, Stickens? Is that the Maris? Yeah, it would have been – yeah, Maris. Yeah, yeah we went Maris. across there yeah. and good greys and, yeah, a couple of brown fizzies. Yeah. Did, um, how, how does that – You've, you would have played in a few stadiums now. Have you, yeah, how would you rank your, your probably your top three stadiums, say, we'll say just domestically? Mm. Have you, you would have played in all the big five, all big five cities? Uh, no, I actually haven't, hadn't played at uh, the Cacton or Eden Park. Oh. Forsyth Bar is always quite cool, indoors and whatnot. Um, mm. And then Hamilton, like FMG, has got, always got an epic track. Um, mm. Yeah, so try, always try to get away with wearing shorter stuff and whatnot, but <laughs> not up front, brother. Not when you're in that five. I'm sure you get absolutely shelter into you. Do you, what do you put in the 18s or the 21s? Uh, oh no, fight, fight as hard as you can not to wear those 21s, mate. You've already seen our slide. You know the eventually like tractors, tractor boots. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, we put the must have been the twenty ones must have been in that day against the Blues then. That's what we'll say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. You got something? You got something from Keys? Yeah, I was just going to actually going back to Crusaders when you first sort of came to the system. Um, who sort of who sort of took you under your wing when you came in? Um. I think Ethan Blackhead is always real good with the, the new guys. Like he's always um, he's a real genuine guy and uh, real easy going and whatnot. And he always makes you feel comfortable being yourself. Um, so I guess I'd say him. Um, but I guess yeah, you kind of just find your find your mold and find your spot in there. Um, yeah, there's plenty of people that will help you. Mm. Do you have your own? Will you? Sorry, go, you oh, I'll go then. I'll go then. I was just going to ask. Do you have your own? Do you have your own um, spot in the shed? Like when you come in, is it the same as like um, you you just go to your one training spot, everything's in there, and you just leave no one touches the big boy stuff or the older boy stuff, sort of thing. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like we've got our, obviously our own lockers um, in the locker room, and you sort of work. I'm sort of working my way around the room. Like I've started right by the door, right by the rubbish bin. Uh, <laughs> And I've sort of managed to find myself on the far, far wall now. So I've just got to work my way into a corner somewhere and then just lock it down for a few years, I hope. <laughs> Richie Wilder's vacating his one, so I might try to put my name tag on that one early next year. The leap, the leap is up, eh? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it's good stuff. What are you going to say, Kegs? I won't interrupt you now, brother. Um, shit. I might have just slipped my mind, actually. Um, well, what else do I have for you, Big Deej? Um, oh, so now I've got it. Got it now. Got it now. Um, did you you always play Lucy growing up? Yeah. Um, or Lucy Loxo? No, I was typically like Deckers. I was actually an inspiring open side flanker. Um, but I guess I and I was always playing that up until oh, actually I played just playing the backs and and uh, the junior grades, which is always good fun. But um, yeah, and then moved into played seven till about year eleven, and then I finally grew, and then I got slotted into six, and then it wasn't till um, I started playing a bit of rep stuff um, where I got started playing lock just because that was kind of the only real place that I could uh, sort of uh, get picked. <laughs> I think, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna because I was gonna say like, how was it um, playing along the likes of like you know Sam Whitelock? He's he's a bit of an all black all black mm. legend now in in the locking department. Um, what was it, what was that like? Yeah, uh, those, those guys are absolutely unreal. Way eh? like they just they know so much about rugby and footy and whatnot, and obviously just done it so many times that um it's pretty good being alongside such a calming influence. I guess um, it's quite funny. There was a, a time in 2022, uh, I was playing club footy one week with Sam Watt in the lock, and then the next week I was playing alongside Sam Whitelock. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> but it, as I was saying, um, Sam Whitelock, Sam Watt, both probably comparable players, um, both elegant in the year, both workhorses, um, both very attractive men. Um, like there's a there's a lot in their favour, so I think that's quite a quite a good comparison you said there. One going one to club, and then one to professional footy. Um, yeah. and I'm sure I'm sure they'll both agree if they ever meet each other, they'll say, "Geez, you're a split image of me." Eh? And I'm like, "Yep, bang on." <laughs> um, yeah. What? Well, what? Yeah. I guess um, we've got a bit of a segment here. I don't know if we want to get into this keys now or um. <clears throat> Or, and we can hit him with a few other questions maybe after after we've done it just to break things up. Probably only got yeah, go got, on, mate. Probably only got about another ten minutes or ten minutes or so with the big fella. But um, yep. Dom, we've got a segment called it's called this or that, mate. Um, and there's a couple in here, but I'm, I might make a couple up on the fly just to beef it out. But I'll we'll see how we go. Um, and we sort of would we would prefer an answer. Morbs was a bit. If you're on a couple and he didn't comment, but would love to get a full uh, a full array of answers if we can. Um, but I'll get into it, eh? So uh, I understand. Um, is it? Is it? Or pick one? No, no. You just pick. You just you just pick one of the options. All right, sweet. So either this option or that option. Alrighty. Okay. Um, first up, we've got who would you rather lock down with, Scotty Barrett or Sam Whitelock? Oh, I'll take. Uh... Sam Wallock and Scott Barrett at such, but uh, no, nah, Sam Wallock's a bit taller maybe in, in the lineup just to make up for my lack of height. Yeah, I like it. Good political answer there. Um, yeah. We've got uh, fish tacos or no tacos? Uh, no tacos. No tacos, man. Hicka. Um, shower or grower? <laughs> grower. <laughs> Just like the rest of us, man. Um, boys high or Christ College? 
så var jeg nejder før. Det er bare sådan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'll let you off here. They both do fucking suck. Um, Spades or Steinlager? Spades. Yeah, good Southern man. Um, we've got a we've got a three for here, but uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, I'll go just golf or cricket. Go golf, please. If you could, yeah, if okay. you could play one professionally, you'd play golf. Uh, oh, I don't know. I've been enjoying watching a bit of the Ashes and whatnot at the moment. There's always that just little tickle um, calling you back mm. to the game, but mm. what could have been sort of thing. But um, yeah, I'll probably probably take golf. Take golf. It's fair enough. Um, we've got in here top three blokes to have a Sunday sesh with, and that can be either club or you know your rep teams or your obviously your Crusader Brotherhood. Brothers in arms, but there must be a couple that springs to mind. Um, I think uh, I think I'll take a, a guy named by the name of Liam Allen. Good uh, university yeah, ran. Yeah, I know that fella. Yeah, he's always uh, a good fun. Uh, he'd be the first draft. Um, take what? Oh, yeah. To go, to go, and then you take your pick out of a Maris Albion crew, mm. I guess. Um, yeah, any of them. <laughs> put put two on there, man. Put your two favourites in there. Oh, I'll put Steve Phillips um, and Sam Watt. Sam Watt. What <laughs> <laughs> of a soft pop and Sammy Watt. Good to Mate, see. He, um, <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a good man. He's a good club man as well. I've actually... Um, and then who else have I got? Um, actually, oh, I have a in there as well. Um, Grubby OG. Gravio <laughs> Gorman, the legend. Um, I've got another one for you. I've got um, I've got Ian Robinson or Ben Blair. As a what was that? Just in terms of what coaching or yeah. Well, should we go? We'll go. We'll do a bit of a maybe a double header. We'll go as a coach and then as a and then second as a bloke. No, you can't let me do this, man. Who do you think gives me the spray dickers? Um, Benny Blair's given me some absolutely dressing downs before. I'd say say Ben Blair because he just doesn't he just doesn't fault like his face is just and he just will drop f bomb after f bomb at you, and then he'll just walk out and he won't give a fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I've got, got got one more for you. Um, I've got Nola Kilpatrick or um, Jerry Davidson. Uh, Jerry Davidson always looked after the, the rugby boys at school, so I'll have to keep him keep him in the good books. Were you a um, you were an academic as well? Miss Kilpatrick was still there. Were you 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 weren't just at school to eat your lunch. Did you actually? You got your qualifications, did you? Should we, we didn't actually discuss this. What do you actually do on the site? You got your degree, didn't you? Your uh, some degree. Yeah, so I'm still trying to finish off a commerce degree at the moment. Um, yeah, still chipping away a couple of papers. I think I've like got two left, and then I'll be done dusted with that. And um, you're at uni. You went to the uni halls. Yeah. R and R. Yeah. R and R. How was your? I know, I know. You used to call it a different. You mentioned a different name to it, but um, 
yeah, I'll, I'll leave it as. I'll leave it undisclosed. I don't want to embarrass you too much. Um, and how were you? How was your time in the halls? Yeah, um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I guess at that point I had a broken leg, um, so I, it was good to have a few different interests that weren't just rugby. Um, and good to meet a whole bunch of different people from all different walks of life and around the country. Did you Did you go to the foundry at all? Nah, sort of. Oh. Quite a couple of times, but it was wasn't such a big thing as maybe back in your days, um, Dickers. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a happening thing back there, Dommy. Um, it was definitely <laughs> on. Did you did you were you a two dollar rice man at university, Canterbury University? Uh, not typically. It'd be more of Captain Spin uh, from the fish and chip shop. Yeah, just tidy, just a scoop and a fish. My, my go to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah, okay, chicken, yeah, simple. Yeah, scoop and they're pretty good. Pretty tidy. Shout out to Captain Ben. We're getting a few plugs out there. Hopefully we get a few potential spots on from this episode. Obviously <laughs> wrapping them up. But shout out to Captain Ben's the best fish and chip shop in the O three Canterbury region. Um what else? What or did you and the did you go flatting after your halls, Dobbies? Yeah, straight into a um a five man flat in uh Peru Street, close to Record and Mall. Um what was that? What was the name of that? Sorry, just for our North Island listeners, they might not. Have, they might have been lost nah, in translation. You're not giving that one again, then. <laughs> um, and how were you, how were your cooking skills as a as a flatty? Would you say? Oh uh, yeah, I've improved since then. I'd say. Um, there's actually a funny story. One night we had um. We had a uh, club training till like as as we used to train deckers till till dark, and then we'd we'd keep training uh, on the scrum cold machine. Dinners, cold dinners, baby. Yeah. Um, so and, and I was actually on flat dinner that night, um, and so I bought like chicken drumsticks, and I haven't got the oven on the right setting or something, and I've cooked them, and they're just not cooked. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to cement the flavors and whatnot that they're all good, but that's probably the uh, you have to do it once, I guess. Absolute spray. Boys are off to knackers for a feed, and fair enough. <laughs> You're an absolute dressing down. Yeah. Are you um Are you flatting at the moment? Uh yep, still flatting. Whereabouts? Who are you flatting with? Uh, flatting with six boys still. Um, a couple of uh, all of them are uni students. Um, and uh, yeah, still in Ireland. Oh, you're still in Ireland? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, you love the place. We won't disclose your address in case, um, <laughs> in case we get any interesting people coming along. Um, yeah. are, you, are, you, are you tied up? Are you, are you off the market? I, I don't know if I sort of – I thought I might have seen a, um, a bit of a soft launch on your Instagram a, few, a while back, but I wasn't sure. Are you able to confirm? <laughs> Uh, he's just breaking up a little bit there, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, still, still available. Um, still at the bog most weekends. Uh, so it all done that. Anything else I want to put put DG on the spot for here? I'm not too sure actually. Um, yeah. Oh, if we can, I don't know about yeah. this or if we go this or that. I was one I forgot. I'll just bring it in late. But are you? Would you say you're Tinder Tinder Premium or just normal Tinder? 
thought he might have lost him again there briefly, or was he just <laughs> mailing that over? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro, he doesn't need it. <clears throat> Big fella's a super rugby player, yeah, he doesn't need it. That's it, yeah, he just goes to one of the sponsors' bars, that's right. Um, what else? Oh, I did have one, maybe just one, maybe a more of a more, no, I wouldn't say more of a serious point, but obviously, you're all obviously Angus, your dad was a crusader when you were growing up. Um, yeah, did that being around that environment obviously just got you sort of, I guess, would you say like wanted even more once you once you sort of got that opportunity in the academy and stuff or drive you a little bit? Uh, sorry, just would you mind repeating that? It's just kind of cut out a little bit. Oh, fucking this, let's tell you what, this is. This data, this hotspot's dying on me. Um, now, I was just saying, with your old man being a crusader when you were growing up, did that influence you to like drive you to be being around that environment and seeing him in that environment, wanting you to yeah have um, that drive to be a crusader even more? I guess. Yeah, I guess you know, as a, a young male, you would sort of look up to your, your father and whatnot. So I just definitely always admired him for that, and um, it was just um, I'd say yeah. It's, I definitely did, yeah. Um, drive me a little bit more, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. And do you do you do you guys carpool to work at all at any any times, or or just or do you speak to each other in the office at all, or just head down? Don't embarrass me, Dad. I'm around the yeah, boys, no, or what? It's always very awkward. Like it's always um, crusades. Always do like a bump, and it's just always a high Angus or high Dad. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it simple. <laughs> see you um, dinner dad just fuck off leave me nah. alone <laughs> nah that's sweet as um, we'll, we'll, we'll probably wrap it up there I think we've got some good content in there I don't know if there's anything else you'd like to disclose Dom anything, any other stories or any other um, good things for the people out there that they might want to hear um, nah just Big thanks for you guys having me on. I think it's uh, awesome what you guys are doing, putting yourself out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd say, would you say, um, having known me, you'd put, putting myself out there, would you say, um, quite often put myself out there as a bit of a fuckwit most of the time anyway? So we're <laughs> yeah, probably well, not in any, any doubt. It's around that you've always got an opinion. Um, and now people would just decide yeah. whether they want to listen to it or not. Um, <laughs> just be droning in the background at a at a training or something. Yeah, there was. Did you, yeah, I was probably quite opinionated as a as a club captain. You would say, would you yeah. think? How many? Yeah, I probably dished out quite a few sprays. I would say. Yeah, I, the, I just remember getting stuck into like Braden Braun. Um, I felt bad for him, bro. Just giving an absolute earful, like <laughs> on like a Tuesday night. It's cold, South Eagles, just like a year or something like that. <laughs> also, do remember us on some of your great um, all-time pre-game speeches. Um, I think I remember you've given us like a. We've had a huddle. We've gone to the changing rooms at um, not even our changing rooms at some random ones at South Eagles, and you've given us a, a pre-game for a, a team run. <laughs> there's nothing like oh, I'm fucking I hate it I hate a shit team run bro I just had to just had to make sure everyone's on the same wavelength fuck I hate a shit team run you're a fucking clown Dickie. yeah I was probably I was probably a little 
Yeah, we'd always get we'd always get fucking shit as well against the twos. They'd do a number on us. They just look like more of a fuckwit. Um, yeah, I'd say I was a bit of a I'd say I was a bit of a uh, a hot headed bit of a captain, but that's all right. You live and you learn. Um, predictions for this week's this week's club code down there, Dommy. You've got we've got Brighton, Brighton away at Old Boys, and then Lin 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 Hood Lin Wood. Sorry, at um, Marist Albion. Yeah, um, I've actually seen too much of Bryson or Old Boys, but um, I don't know. Yeah, old Boys, I'll probably back them, I guess, because they're the, the higher qualifier. <laughs> and they might have Alex Harford playing for them, who's a pretty handy dude. Done a number oh, true. On once, um, once, and then obviously backing, backing the power to get over. Um, Limwood on a bulky track at um, Edgar Mack. That'll be, that'll, be tw- that'll be 20 plus, so I think that... Um... That Marist yeah. Albion game, they're just going to be too. They're going to be too strong. And then I, I'm picking, I'm picking Brighton to upset old boys. That e, that Eastern side faithful, they'll come across yeah. and they'll come across in waves, and they'll and they'll be um, they'll be lock your cars sort of thing around um, around uh, old boys change rooms and all sorts sort of carry on. Um, but uh, yeah, did you play that? Speaking of Alex Harford, a quality player, did you play that game when he yeah. when they beat us? Uh, they kicked 10, pe- 10, ten penalties and beat us thirty to ten. He was getting ready to call him the kill streak. <laughs> ten and zero. Yeah, that was a tough. That was a tough, <laughs> day, the that was a tough day at the office. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, this is game kegs were were playing and it was wet and um, literally. They weren't going to score a try against us, but we couldn't we couldn't stop giving away penalties. And he kicked probably he kicked literally ten penalties in a row, and we lost thirty to ten. And they didn't score a try. <laughs> just all around the park as well, like on their own. On and I bet I, I can imagine yeah, Braden Braun would have got a couple of sprays on the sticks for not rolling away or something like that. Someone else would have got someone else would have got an almighty spray somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good stuff. Oh, well, for um. To, to, to the final tickets to cheer the ball. Oh, I'm actually, I'm actually down. I'm actually down Friday, Friday evening, Dom, and then I'm, oh, uh, right. I'm yeah, back, again. back the following Monday. So I've got the semi, I've got the semi final and the final booked in in advance. Obviously, <laughs> I know, I know what it's like and how hard the team, the boys are to beat. They're going, they're going again. So um, I'll be there, Deech. Pre-game rev up, maybe or <sighs> might be a bit over the top. I probably guess. Most of those guys after two seasons, I had to, that's why I had to leave because he wanted to <laughs> keep telling me to fuck up every time I spoke. <laughs> but this, but this can't just fuck up and relax. It's just club code. Oh, how good. Yeah, it is good. Now, nah, well, um, thanks for joining us, Deej. Um, appreciate it, mate. Um, some very insightful sort of comments on about how your career's been. It's, it's been a bit of a fucking. It seems like you've been rattled for most of it by the sounds of how you get announced and all these teams and stuff. But it's been bloody interesting, mate. And yeah. um, wish you all the best of luck for your Canterbury campaign. And um, if we could, uh, if we could put a TAB bet on the All Black Bolters, I'd uh, I'd put a cheeky five on you. But hopefully, you put a good campaign in belt. And um, yeah, all the best, eh? Cheers. Thanks, lads. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> all good. No worries. Cheers, Dom. Legend, man.